Hare Krishna. I welcome all to a village conference call. Today we are very fortunate to have His Grace Ram Shraddhadas Prabhu from Mayapur, India to enlighten us on verse 29, chapter 18 of Canto 5. Prabhuji, please accept my humble obeisances once again. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Whenever you are ready, please take over the call, Prabhu. Okay. Uh... Vande ham Sri Guru Sri Yutapadakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavamsha Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sagranurganatam Tamtam Tajiva Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Saitam Krishna Chaitanya Deva Sri Radha Krishna Padalalitachi Vishakamitamsha Om Ajnanatim Viram Dushyagyananjana Saraka Chakshuru Miritamanatasma Sri Guru Vema Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swami Tinamana Namaste Sarasattevam Gauravani Pitarini Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Parshati Deshatani Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Saraswati Tinamana Sri Vashavanavi Devi Daitaya Kripate Krishna Sambandha Vijnana Dhyane Prabhavirma Madhura Chola Premadya Sri Rupanuga Bhaktida Gaura Karuna Shakti Vitrahaya Namaste Namaste Gauravani Shri Rupa Shri Murtaya Dhinatari Nerupanuga Vajitirudhapa Apasiddhanta Dvanta Harini Namo Gaura Kishoraya Sakshad Vairagya Murtaya Vipralambara Sambodhya Padantitaya Sri Maha Namo Bhakti Vinodaya Sachidananda Namine Gaura Shakti Swarupaya Rupanuga Vajitirudhapa Gauravira Bhava Bhume Stam Nirdeshka Sajanatya Vaishna Sarva Bhava Sri Jagannatha Ayatenamaha Panchakalpaturu Vasya Kripatsindu Bevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namaha Namo Mahavranyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishna Krishna Chaitanyamne Gurkusimata Te Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kantaradha Kantanamusade Kratta Kanchana Gauragirade Vrindavaneshwari Prishabhanu Sudhirevi Pranamami Haripriya Jaitam Surutopam Gur Mama Mandamatyargati Matsarvasi Padambraja Shishirada Amadarabho Dibhyad Vrindaranya Kalpadrimada Srimada Ratnangara Srimasanakta Shishirada Shila Govinda Devo Peshparaji Srivimanamsara Srimandrasara Saram Bivam Srivada Tatasita Karshan Venushanair Gopi Gopinata Shreesanha Vindaya Tusi Devaya Viraya Kesavasacha Krishna Vakti Pradhe Devi Satyavattaya Namonamaha Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhupada Sri Advaita Gadadar Sivasadi Gauda Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram Hare Ram 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Narayanam Namaskritam. Naranjaiva Narottamam Devim Sarasatim Jasupatrujyakthira. Nashtaprashvadreshunitam Bhagavate Sevaya. Bhagavati Uttama Shroke Bhaktir Bhavati Nekhi. Shinvatam Sarkata Krishna Punyashravana Kirtana Vidanta Stoya Badrani Vidanoki Suhrasatam So we are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam 
Canto 5, Chapter 8 in uh, Text 29. We discussed today with Shandra Sikramataji and uh, uh, Rachana um, regarding uh, starting the reading of Damodarashtakam. After I finish this reading and everything, little explanation, then we'll shift to Damodarashtakam, worst one. Uh, we have the rare privilege of having the commentary of Sanatan Goswami on Damodara Shaka and other Vaishnava Acharyas. So I have this book, I read every year. It's fantastic, verse by verse, sometimes a long purpose. But we will try to do as much as we can within this time frame. And then uh, whenever we have, I have class, then we'll also continue to the program. Okay. The text is 29. Hiranmai pi Bhagavan nivasati kurma tanum vibranas tasyatat priyatamam tanum aryama sahav varsha purushai pitra ganadipatir upadhavati mantram imam chanu japati. Translation and purport by Srila Prabhupada, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. Sukadev Goswami continued. In Hiranyamaya Varsha, the Supreme Lord Vishnu lives in the form of a tortoise, Kurma Sharira. This is most dear and beautiful form. Uh, this most dear and beautiful form is always worshipped there in devotion service by Arima, the chief resident of Hiranyamaya Varsha, along with the other residents, inhabitants of that land. They chant the following hymn. Purport by Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada ki jai ho. The word Priyatama, dear most, is very significant in this verse. Each devotee regards a particular form of the Lord as dear most. Because of an atheistic mentality, some people think that the tortoise, boar, and fish incarnations of the Lord are not very beautiful. They do not know that any form of the Lord is always the fully opulent personality of God. Since uh, one of his opulence is infinite beauty, all the Lord's incarnations are very beautiful and are appreciated as such by devotees. Non-devotees, however, think that the Lord's, uh, the Lord Krishna's incarnations are ordinary material creatures and therefore they distinguish between beautiful and the not beautiful. A certain form of the, a form of the Lord is worshipped by a particular devotee because he loves to see that form of the Lord. As stated in the Brahma Samhita, Advaitam Achyutam Anadimananta Rupam Adyam Purana Purusham Navayabhanavcha The very beautiful form of the Lord is always youthful, sincere servants of a particular form of the Lord always see that form as very beautiful and thus they engage in constant devotional service to Him. So, here is a point. If anybody has worshipped Shaligram Shila, we have Shaligram Shila, we have Kurma Shila, we have, you know, uh, uh, Shila, Gopal Shila, where there's a hoop print of a calf there, and uh, also Shila, which is Varaha Shila. Now, whoever has worshipped the Shilas, they can see each Shila has its own beauty. It is very beautiful. And if the Ishta Dev happens to be in one of the Shilas, then for him this is everything for such a devotee. Because it is mentioned here, 
the lord is beautiful in any form he comes in any form is sachidananda vigraha like that varaha roopa keshava drita varaha roopa now when the varaha roopa came it came as a small little thing from the nose of uh, brahma and very soon it just developed 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 bigger 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 suddenly occupied a huge space and he could see brahma could see this is my lord has taken the form of varaha to accomplish a particular task of lifting the earth from the bottom of the garbhadha kosha so the devotee he sees the lord in terms of his service and that service which the lord performs or at the past time that automatically the lord becomes beautiful for the devotee he doesn't see the external form he because he has no material conception he doesn't see varaha has some pig on the street here no he whatever form he comes to like a high griva the form of a horse uh so many forms they are all hangsa avatar which is in the form of a swan whatever form he takes it is as beautiful as the lord who appears as tribanga krishna form they are all as beautiful but at the same time each for each devotee their ishta dev is the most beautiful of course there are again there are gradations also there departure vahi the shantra bhupet departure so this form which it uh, said one main candle is lighting many other candles and they all of the same power but the original candle is the original candle similarly everything comes from krishna and whenever krishna wants to perform a special pastime he appears in in the in a form that is suitable for that purpose like matsya avatar i mean who has seen a matsya uh, a fish that big is it 10 or 100 of times bigger than timingala fish which is considered to be uh, one of the biggest fishes it will eat a whale also in one swallow whoop that eats up so matsya avatar is much bigger than that and he had a purpose to come to save the vedas and all to the sages because after the pralaya the, the process will continue then again everything will be cooled down and then everything has to come so the knowledge is eternal and to protect that knowledge he manifests a certain appropriate form to perform a certain pastime so this has the speciality of the lord's transcendental form it is not to be compared to any of our material form because our material form cannot be that beautiful after some time we can see our dogs and cats or whatever animal we keep they are all rotting and they are dying off you know they can be killed by another mortal uh, person conditioned soul to exploit them but that doesn't happen with any forms of the lord rather the great sages they recognize these forms and immediately they can see this is krishna this is the lord of my heart and he glorified and there are special prayers for each form of the lord that is mentioned in this the residents of jambudeep offer different prayers to different forms of the lord in different verses so 
the form of the Lord is only recognized by a devotee. A non-devotee thing is, what is this? The fables or some stories people make it. They cannot understand that. And they will not be able to see the form of the Lord. These are only shown to personalities like Brahma and other great devotees. They see such form to the Lord. And they can recognize, this is my Lord. He has come for a specific purpose. And He will accomplish it. Nobody can stop His will. His will will always prevail. So therefore, devotees who are Premanjana Churita Bhakti Vilochana, they can recognize this, not anybody. Therefore, we are also able to understand this only through Shastra, which is spoken by the great sages of the past, especially which is coming down from Sukadeva Goswami. Therefore, uh, devotion service is uh, without any reference to Smriti, Shruti, Puran, Adi, Pancharating, Vidhimyana, I can't take Harer Bhakti, Utpataiva Kalpate. Any devotion service or any activity, spiritual activity, which has no reference to Shruti, Smriti and Puranas, it is only a cause of disturbance, Utpataya, Utpat. It, it will create confusion among people. And nowadays in Kali Yuga, there are so many people, Mr. Sadguru or this Guru or that Guru, everybody, there is no Shastric reference to what all they say. And it can only, he may get some immediate uh, temporary success, but in the long run, everything will be a failure. Because the real thing will not be given into their heart. That is pure love for Krishna. That will not come. Because these are all reference to the Shastras. So we are also knowing about this. We did not know, you know, 50 years, 40 years, 30 years before. Through the grace of Srila Prabhupada, we are, we are uh, hearing Bhagavatam from him. And we are reading Bhagavatam. And we, then only we can understand that such things exist. Is that how the Lord appears in different verses, in different forms. For each verse, there is one predominating deity. In the, that has been already explained, you know, Narsinga, this, that, so many, Matsya, Kurma, Vamana. So, this knowledge is only open to those pious souls who have faith in Shastras. Not to anybody and everybody. Just by reading Constitution of America or Constitution of India, you will not know anything. It is not meant for such people. It is meant for those pious souls. Krishna says, Chaturudha Bhajante Artati Jignasi Jnani Out of which, out of the four, Jnani is very dear to him. Because he knows the Lord's opulence. And these are all known to such Jnanis. And such Jnanis, they take shelter of the Lord in devotion service. And they are very rare. Kanavan, Mams, Prapadyate, Vasudeva, Samahatma. This is very rare actually. Not everybody can understand. We are only, you know, licking the bottle of honey, basically. <laughs> we have not understood yet fully. If we have understood it, we will be 100% devotees. We will understand our minuteness, our infinitesimal nature and how great Krishna is. Therefore, we'll surrender to Him. Trinadha pisunichena taroro pisaheshna namane namane dena kirtaneya sadaha Those who have these qualities, they can do kirtan. Who is more humble than a blade of grass, more tolerant than a tree, 
ready to offer all respects to others without anticipating any respect for oneself. These four qualities, uh, qualities are requisite for one to chant purely and constantly. This is the stage of asakti, bhav, prem. These are all that stages. So, we are understanding this through the medium of the shah, by the grace of those pure devotees who have taken up the mission of the Lord to give salvation, to give relief to all the conditioned souls from this miserable ocean of birth and death and to give them ultimately Krishna prayer. That is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. So let us see what prayer the uh, Aryama is offering. This is in text 30. Om Namo Bhagavate Akuparaya Sarva Satta Guna Visheshanayanu Palakshita Sthanaya Namo Varshmane Namo Bhumne Namo Namo Avasthanaya Namaste Translation Oh my Lord, I offer my respectful obeisances unto you who have assumed the form of a tortoise. You are the reservoir of all transcendental qualities. And being entirely untinged by matter, you are perfectly situated in pure goodness. You move here and there in the water, but no one can discern your position. Therefore, I offer my respectful wisdom to you. Because of your transcendental position, you are not limited by past, present and future. You are present everywhere as a shelter of all things. And therefore, I offer my respectful obeisances unto you again and again. Here is a very important thing that is the, to live in presence. Because he says, you are not limited by past, present and future. You are present everywhere, all the time. He is living in the presence. For him, there is no uh, dualities. Dualities don't prevail. So let us see the purpose. In the Brahma Samhita, it is said, Goloka eva nivasati. Akilatma Bhuta, the Lord always remains in Goloka, the topmost planet of the spiritual world. At the same time, He is all-pervading. This paradox is only possible for the Supreme Lord, who is full of all of all of The Lord, all-pervasive, is confirmed in the Bhagavad Gita, where Krishna states, Ishwar Sarva Bhuta Nam Ritesha Arjuna Tisati, 1861, chapter 1861, verse. The Supreme Lord is seated in everyone's heart, O Arjuna. Elsewhere in Bhagavad Gita 1515, the Lord says, Sarvasya Chaham I am seated in everyone's heart, and from me comes knowledge, uh, remembrance, knowledge, and forgetfulness. Therefore, although the Lord is present everywhere, He cannot be seen with ordinary eyes. As Arima says, the Lord is Anupalakshita Sthana. No one can locate Him. This is the greatness of the Supreme Personality of God. You know, the six qualities that makes Bhagavan, uh, Aishwaryasya, Samagrasya, you know, wealth, beauty, knowledge, renunciation, uh, what are the two more qualities? Wealth, beauty, knowledge, renunciation. Uh, wealth, beauty, knowledge, renunciation. Fame and strength. Yes, fame and strength. Thank you so much. <laughs> So, these six qualities makes Bhagavan. If somebody says he is Bhagavan, we have to ask him, can you show these six qualities? 
Bill Gates may have a few billion dollars, but he's not Bhagawan. He's not all pervasive. And his, what is billion dollars or few billion? What is the value of this planet Earth? Is, is, is millions of billions of dollars. How many forests, the oceans, the living entities? There's no, no comparison. So these are all people who are having small atoms of wealth compared to the wealth of the Lord. He is the master of all. Sarvasachaham. Uh, no. Uh, what is that? Sarvaloka Maheshwara. He is the Maheshwara, the controller of all the planets. But at the same time, he is very detached. He lets the living entity do whatever they want in his domain. As long as they are in the material world, they can try to exploit. And they will be successful to some degree. Hiranyakashipu was very successful to a greater degree, and then Ravana was also great in Kumbhakarana. They were all big, big demons. They were able to control, and the demigods used to be shaking in their, uh, in their pants, or dhotis, I can say that. So these are all, uh, you know, these are all the special qualities of Bhagavan. So here, the devotees, they are seeing that. These qualities, they are able to see. Therefore, one has to have minimum knowledge of God. Minimum. Jnana. That's why Krishna says, of the four types of people, Jnana is very dear. Because he knows the Lord's offering. And when that Jnana, with that Jnana, he will, Manishyanam No, that is another verse. That's one, uh, there's another verse. Jnanavan maam prapadyate. One who is a jnani, he will ultimately come to surrender to me. So if you don't have can knowledge of God, then how will you get the knowledge of God? By hearing. As simple as that. By hearing whom? As Prabhupada said, not a shopkeeper. He has no idea. You have to hear one who is self-realized. Sukadeva Goswami is speaking. All the acharyas, they are all reading this acharya, these books. Srimad Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita, and all the Puranas, Mahabharata, they are all spoken by Vyasadeva. And Sukadeva Goswami is also a student of Vyasadeva because he was his son, but he was Rasik, Bhavuka devotee. That's why he, he could uh, delineate the whole Bhagavatam. He was asked to speak on that, and they were waiting for him. When the Bhagavatam was spoken, Vyasadeva, Narada Muni were also. Of great devotees. They are not ordinary devotees. Uttama Bhagavatas. Uttam Uttam. But they were waiting because Sukadeva Goswami just relished because he was a parrot of, in, the, in the spiritual world. Radharani has taught him so many things. So he has, he has come as, and he also is considered as Jnani Bhakta. That is another amazing thing. Sanatan Goswami goes into this, the whole detail of gradation of devotees. So unless we hear from such great devotees, we will not know anything about you know, what were we before, before coming to Krishna consciousness. Just groping in the darkness, that's all. But by the grace of a pure devotee, we are able to understand. And therefore, we can be rest assured that if we follow this process sincerely, take up the process of sadhana from the morning, taking advantage of Brahma Murta time and all these things, we will definitely be bestowed, given the blessings 
of our parampara to actually assimilate this knowledge and put it into daily practice. You know, it is mentioned here, therefore, although the Lord is present everywhere, He cannot be seen with ordinary eyes. So those who are devotees, they see the Lord everywhere. Those who are pure devotees. Our goal is to come to that platform. In the Bhagavad Gita also Krishna says, the pure devotee, I am not lost to the devotees, nor the devotees are lost to me. They see me in everything and everything in me. Therefore, they are not lost to me, nor I am lost to them. This is the platform we have to come. To see Krishna everywhere. But that also, seeing Krishna with how? With the vision of love. Premanjana Churita Bhakti Vilochane. Duryodhana also saw the Lord. But he did not have prema, rather he made plans to kill him or put him behind the bars. So, eyes must be anointed with love. And that is only possible when we hear about Krishna from Rasik devotees like Sukadeva Goswami. Rasik, they, they know the, uh, the rasas, that is, uh, Krishna is called Akila Rasamrita Sindhu. And therefore, he is performing all the pastimes in Braj when he was personally present to uh, display his Prakat Leela. Great devotees have seen that. And as soon as he went to Mathura, his Aishwari Mai Bhakti was manifested. He was considered the Lord of Mathura and the Dwaraka and all those things. And those devotees are of a different category. Huh? The Dwaraka pastime was uh, Swakila Bhav. And the Mathura pastimes, he was even running away from Mathura and he was, he was called Ranchod. He was running away and then he went to Dwaraka to avoid the constant onslaught by Jarasandha. So all these things, when one hears from a pure devotee and if you accept this process of devotional service, gradually this love will start happening and then we will become attached to Krishna. Ado Shraddha Tata, Sadhu Sangha Tata, Anartha Nivrati, Nishta, Ruchi, Rati. All these platforms we have to come to. And then comes Asakti. In Asakti, the Bhajaniya becomes more prominent than Bhajan itself. The object of Bhajan becomes more prominent. And then comes Bhav. Then comes Prem. And all the residents of Braj, they are all having Prem. Even Dwarakavasis and all that. They all have prayed for the Lord. But different categories of prayer. There are also different categories. Sadharani Rati, Samanjasarati, and then uh, um, Samartarati. There are three different categories of Ratis there also. These are all, our Acharyas have very minutely described. Our uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur has also minutely described in the Jaiva Dharma. All these things are there. So then one can see Krishna. Then we will not forget Krishna. Even up till Rati, we might have to endeavor to remember Krishna. But at least the attempt is made and you can, Krishna might, might, can manifest. But at Asati stage, Krishna remembrance is like automatic and is flowing non-stop. And then the bhav and prem comes, it is even more exalted. Prabhupada was like that. He was seeing, he was not living in New York or America. He was living in Vrindavan. Because he never left Vrindavan. Even though from our point of view he came to America to do this and that. That's all our point of view. And Prabhupada also sometimes say that. 
I came to New York this that. But actually he never left Vrindavan. Otherwise, how can he be so exalted in all? If I would go to America, I remember, I was also bewildered by material energy. You know, all this uh, craziness that happens all around. But by Krishna's grace, we were protected. Curiosity, material world, because in America it's a land where everything is available freely. And if you don't know what you're doing, that free a free gift is <laughs> like a drug. You get free drugs and then once you take the drug and you get finished, your mind goes crazy. America is like that. It's a land where pure devotees like Prabhupada has used that land for engaging in Krishna's service because that land belongs to Krishna. And all the living entities there, they're all part and parcel of Krishna. So Prabhupada had that uh, spiritual vision all the time. He never forgot Krishna and he saw all the living entities struggling in their existence and they need mercy. And they, he came to what is a Gauravani Pracharini, Nirvishesha Shunyavadi, Paschatadeshatari. He came there mainly to spread the teachings of Gauravani. So at this point, if there are any questions, before I will start uh, uh, reading the Satyavrata Muni's Dhamadara uh, Shaikham, I would love to that you all have this song book. If you have any song book or anywhere, you can download that and we will sing one verse today and then we will read the purpose and try to understand the translation purpose to some extent. So, I will sing that. You please kindly follow. Are you all able to listen to me? Hare Krishna. No sound vibration from you, any of you? Hare Bol. Yes, Prabhuji, we are on mute, so cannot. Okay, please. Okay, I am going we to sing that. You have the what? We have that Dhamdarashtakam with us. Okay, okay, okay. So I will sing one line at a time, you repeat after. Okay? Namamishwaram Sachidanandarupam Lasatkundalam Gokulevrajamaan Sing. Namamishwaram Chidanandarupam Lasakundalam Gokule Brajamanam Yashodabhyoloka Ladhavamanam Everybody Lashodabhyoloka Ladhavamanam Paramrishtamatyantam Tatodrutya Gopya Namami Swaram Sachi Dananda Rupam Lasakundalam O Kulevrajaman Namami Swaram Sachi Dananda Rupam Lasakundalam O Kulevrajaman Translation. This is a. Now we are going to touch the some purpose of Dikdarshini Tika by Sanatana Goswami. But first, read the translation. I offer my obeisances 
unto Sri Krishna, the possessor of all potencies, whose beautiful form is the entirety of the concentrated existence, knowledge and bliss. On his cheeks, makar-shaped earrings are swinging playfully. His infinite brilliance shines forth from, the, from his most splendid residence, the transcendental abode, Sri Gokula. He was afraid of Mother Ashodra because he smashed the earthen pot of the yogurt. When he saw her coming, he leapt down from the grinding mortar and ran away. Nevertheless, Mother Ashodra ultimately caught hold of him from behind, for she ran more swiftly than he did. Now, this sans- there is commentaries in Sanskrit. It's a two-page Sanskrit. I'm not going to go to the Sanskrit part of it. Uh, but I will go to the translation part of it. Okay? Sri Radha Sahitam Natva Sri Damodaram Ishwaram Damodarashtakam Yakya Divesha Darshayate Aduna. After offering obeisance to the Supreme Lord, Supreme Controller Sri Damodar, accompanied by Sri Radha, this explanation of Sri Damodarashtaka known as Digdarshani, the insight that guides us towards the inner meaning, is herewith presented. With the intention of making this prayer, Sri Satyavatamani first offers his devoted obeisances to Bhagavan Sri Krishna with the word Namami. Now, you have to understand, this song was actually originally sung by Satyavatamani, not by Sanatana Goswami, by Satyavatamani, which invokes auspiciousness. Namami means which invokes auspiciousness. He offers his obeisances by extolling Sri Krishna's supremacy through descriptions pertaining to the speciality of his tattva, profound fundamental truths related to him, his form, his pastime, and his qualities. Thus, Sri Satyavata Muni declares the unique supremacy manifested by Sri Krishna in Gokula to be the very essence and the entirety of Godhead. It is vital to offer respect to one's worshipable deity, therefore, uh, before beginning any task. And also, by this gesture, Sri Satyavatamani exhibits the special feelings of Dasya Bhakti, devotion to Sri Bhagavan in the mood of a servant. For this reason, he begins his prayer by offering his obeisances to the Supreme Lord. We were reading in the Bhagavatam also, just the last word, one offers... Uh, respectful, uh, worshipable duty, or respects to the one's worshipable, uh, worshipable deity before beginning any task. So we saw already Aryama was offering such prayer. Now the idea is, one should always start the day by offering obeisances to Guru and Krishna. Always. When we get up on the bed, I remember we were all trained up like that. Uh, we would get up and offer obeisances. Immediately we turn around the bed, offer obeisances. Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Simhate Bhakti Vidhanta Swamita. We offer prayers to Prabhupada, then Jaya Sri Krishna Chaitanya Hare Krishna, and then we get up from the bed. This is the way to start the day or any task, because every day is a, there's a task to be undertaken. So what is our task? Devotion service. So we will do the task in a favorable way. Anukulena Krishna Nushilana Bhakti Because our goal is to come to Uttama Bhakti. Therefore it has to be Anukul. Krishna Anushilana, taking shelter of Krishna and Anukul, favorably. 
the commentator Srila Sanatana Goswami first discusses the profound fundamental truths underlying the identity of Sri Bhagavan, Krishna Tattva. Herein he relates uh, Sri Satyavati Muni's thoughts. To whom am I offering obeisance? To Ishwara, the Supreme Controller. He is 1. Sarva Shakti Man, the possessor of all potencies. 2. Jagatekanatha, the sole lord of the entire world. And three, Nija Prabhu, my dear master, I am offering obeisance to that Ishwara. In the first facet of Ishwara, the possessor of all potencies, Sri Satyavatamani seeks the potency to offer prayers in glorification of Sri Bhagavan, the Supreme Lord. The second fact, facet, the sole lord of the entire world, conveys that Ishwara is above, alone, his topmost worshipable and praiseworthy lord. Finally, in relation to the last asset of Ishwara, that he is my own dear master, Satyavata Muni expresses his own special bhakti for the Lord. How is Ishwara manifest? Sometimes this question, uh, uh, addressing this question, Sri Satyavata Muni says, Ishwara is manifest as this beautiful form of concentrated, pure, eternal existence, full knowledge and unlimited bliss, Satchidananda Rupam. Thus the sage has explained the unrivaled supremacy of Sri Krishna, the object of his prayers, by narrating special, profound, fundamental truths, tattva underlying his beauty, uh, his identity. So you can see how our Acharyas go so deep into the, right from the first words, in the first Ishwara, Sanatana Goswami goes deep into that. What is that? How, to which some, uh, what is the meaning of Ishwara? Is Sarva Shakti Man, Jagadekanatha, and Nija Prabhu, the possessor of all potency, the sole lord of the entire world, and my own dear master. That is the personality whom we have to offer our face. So the, the Acharyas profound count because they are self realized so then Sanatan Goswami happened to be one of the uh, uh, Manjaris. Uh, uh, Lavanga Manjari and the maid servant of Radharani. Therefore, they have understood these pastimes in a very special way. Huh? And uh, as you proceed further in all the verses, how detailed he starts from Dasya Bhav and ends up with uh, uh, Madhurya Bhav, the last verse, uh, where she, he glorifies Radharani and uh, Krishna together like that. So these are all very important things for devotees to understand. Otherwise, we'll remain as neophytes, and we just treat Krishna as an order supplier. You know, I have desires. Oh, Krishna, please fulfill my desires. But our platform is not to come to that platform, that stage. We are developing, following the footsteps of Brajabasis, uh, uh, our Guru Parampara. Every one of them, they were maid servants of the Lord. Servants of Radharani, and their only goal was to satisfy Krishna in all possible ways. The Brajabhasis only think of Krishna's satisfaction. They don't think about their satisfaction. Every one of them, every one of them, without fail. That is called, that is the speciality of Brajabhasis. Eh? This is called Madhuri Mahibha. 
and then next he proceeds now the commentator discusses sri bhagwan's beautiful form sri satyavati muni shows the exceptional supremacy of sri krishna by describing the unique beauty of his form he describes how his earrings are swinging lasat kundalam because he is running away from his mother sri yashoda out of fear or else because it is his nature to always make transcendental childish mischief due to unceasing restlessness makara shaped earrings constantly swing near his cheeks and seem to be playing there in this way the sage describes the speciality of the extraordinary splendor of sri krishna's worshipable face see how they go deep into the they are describing krishna's beauty why are we attracted to krishna anyhow we could be attracted to many people there are so many beautiful girls and boys and they can but it doesn't soon the old age will come disease will come then their beauty will go away everything will fade away you know even a millionaire can become a pauper a pauper can be, everything can change within the material world for all conditioned souls but with krishna it doesn't change because he is sachidananda vigraha he is a personification of eternity full of bliss and full of knowledge therefore we take shelter of krishna just like the sages have taken shelter of krishna huh therefore krishna is called krishna comes from the word akarshana means all attractive because all attractive means beauty otherwise what is attractive the bodily features the eyes the cheeks the nose the ears you know there's a whole description of every part of the body even the lotus feet every toes toenails if you read the shastra these descriptions are there in bhakti samrita sindhu jala nilmani and all these things the devotee krishna is all attractive and is and here he is giving the extraordinary uh, this uh, the glorified krishna's wonderful worshipful face because why is this face because this makara kundala is dancing there and making very interesting very very amazing yet another meaning of lasat kundalam is those two makara shaped earrings have achieved the celebrated fortune of kissing sri krishna's cheeks and are therefore the most exalted of all his ornaments consequently simply by mentioning sri krishna's earrings the special fortune of all other ornaments adorning his various limbs is implied see people wear ornaments to look beautiful isn't it women must know about that even the men also they do that same thing but actually the ornaments don't beautify krishna but actually in the contrary the ornaments become beautified by being on krishna's body they are doing that service and they get the good fortune of being there as a makara kundala lasat kundala this is their service to enhance krishna's beauty but that is only possible because krishna is by nature beautiful even if he has no uh uh ornament is beautiful there was a story about many many this uh, uh what is this blind devotee from vallabhachari sampradaya a famous devotee uh, uh i forget that name so he used to come to the lord every day to have darshan in vrindavan surdas i think yes surdas and he would describe the lord's beauty so 
the other uh, pujaris there they were wondering how can he really see or not see how is he able to describe all the details of krishna's beauty that day how he is decorated what this so one day they wanted to test it so they did not put any ornaments any clothes nothing krishna was completely naked standing there on the altar so they told surdas how does krishna look today and then he had a deep meditation because he had no eyes he was blind and suddenly he composed a verse he said my my lord is nangam nanga he is completely naked and still he is so beautiful and that was the last time he ever said and afterwards he gave up his body so as soon as he saw krishna's naked beauty he gave up his body so beautiful was krishna so here we can see this ornaments they get a chance to serve krishna for this reason of sri satyavuta muni is indicating i am offering obeisance to that personality whose bodily luster beautifies his earrings see his bodily luster beautifies his earrings not that the earrings beautify the body like our nowadays we can see women wearing all sort of things in their face or they put piercing here and a piercing there so that they may look beautiful and when they are young maybe it looks beautiful but when they become old they become terrible they do plastic surgery this that or piercings all over the face and all over the body and when they become old they become like ghosts practically i've seen that also and they put tattoo when they are young the skin is more fresh but when they become old all this tattoo becomes like wrinkles <laughs> you've seen that in america europe all over the place it will not help whereas krishna's body is not like that therefore uh, the special fortune of all of the ornaments adorning is chap in other words sri krishna's limbs even beautified their own ornaments for this in the gopis have said trilokya saubhagam idam cha nirikshya roopam yat go dvija druma mruga polakani abhi abhibran this is from shrimad bhagavatam 10th canto 2940 my dear krishna the result of beholding your beautiful form which has enhanced the fortune of the three whole worlds even the bodies of the cows birds trees deer others have erupted with uh, horripilation is it at all surprising then if your bodily uh, if your beautiful form bewilders us the, the gopis are addressing krishna this is the verse quoted by sanatan goswami if it is bewildering the gopis what to speak of the ornament they also get excited by being in touch with krishna's body also while sri suddhava sri uddhava was describing sri krishna's beautiful form to vidura he said vishmapanam swasya cha sava gardhe param padam bhushana bhushanangam this word uses bhushana bhushanga sri krishna's form is so captivating that even he is astonished when he him, he sees himself his beautiful form embodies the topmost level of limit of exceedingly good fortune of and opulence indeed ornaments usually beautify the person wearing them but sri krishna's form is so beautiful that he actually increases the beauty of his ornament in other words compared to all other divine forms in existence 
the beauty of his form is extremely divine. That Bhushana Bhushana. It, it, it beautifies the ornament. Not the ornaments beautify the Lord Krishna. That means then Krishna's beauty is dependent on all the external factors. No. Therefore, his way to understand Krishna's premanjana churita bhakti vilochanena. When the eyes are anointed with love, then you can see even any way Krishna deals with you. If you make me uh, broken hearted by not embracing before embracing me, or by embracing me, you are doing in any case, you are my worshipable God. This is the eighth verse of Shikshashakam. Radharani says, you are a lumpert. We know that. You are a liar and a cheater. Everything. Who likes all these type of people? If you discover anybody like these qualities, you want to be far away from that person. But if it comes to Krishna, and it becomes very attractive. And who is attracted to him? The gopis, Radharani, all these great expansions of the Lord. Therefore, Krishna, when Krishna comes, he comes along with the eternal associates who give the standard of what how to be attracted to Krishna because they have that love and they are attracted to Krishna under all circumstances whether Krishna cheats them or uh, tells the truth or whatever it is hmm? to understand Krishna is not so easy and even in ordinary dealings if you cannot uh, sometimes we have seen in India history sometimes the wives are serving the husbands or the husbands are going somewhere or you know is a drunkard or who knows what but the wife will never give because she is married of course whether pure love of that caliber is existing or not is a question mark that we don't know we are not sure about that but even out of duty they do that he is my husband there is no question of divorce and going to find somebody else nowadays it is common you know nowadays it is common because as soon as you think the guru krishna uh, the brahmana the husband, the parents as ordinary person or even all, all living entities as ordinary, then immediately you will fall down to the platform of duality. To like and dislike happiness in this place. So one has to see everything in the, in the platform of his representative Krishna. And if you don't do that, then we will fall down to the material duality. You will get so many doubts and you will soon lose your spiritual existence. Next, Sri Satyavatramuni shows the extraordinary excellence of Sri Krishna by describing his special associates present with him in Gokula. He says, Gokula Radhavana. How splendid it is when Sri Krishna is in Gokula. Gokule, in the homes of Gopas, Gopis, Cows, Calves and others, in this place, which is particularly befitting, he manifests the exceptional supremacy, Brajamanam, of his pastime, which he has never manifested else, anywhere else in the pastimes performed by his previous incarnation. Another meaning is that the outstanding environment of Gokula is effulgent with the mood of natural love. So, when Krishna is situated there, he is certainly most splendid, Brajamanam. So what sort of beauty he is manifesting in Braj? Natural beauty. Natural love. That is what is called, uh, there is a special word, I have to get that. Uh, uh, 
it's like a human uh, human relationship interaction it's uh, it's very similar to that i have to get the right sanskrit word it will come so therefore krishna is manifesting this supremacy of spasm only to the braj vasis not to anybody but as we see in the bhagavatam they display the highest form of surrender this is also described in various places in the shastra in the 10th chapter of shrimad bhagavatam it is described as follows chakas gopi parishad gat architas tailok lakshmi ek padam vapur dadhat shrimad bhagavatam 10:32:14 sri krishna for whom perfected mystic yogis prepare a seat in their purified lotus like hearts appeared as the reservoir of all beauty unequaled within the three worlds he accepted the seat offered by the gopis and was worshiped by them when he sat in their midst he appeared even more splendorous actually krishna's most beautiful in the company of the gopis that his beauty increases like even in the material world you can see when a boy wants to meet a girl or girl, they like to be really you know get their act together properly dress and decorate or this to because they are enthused that i'm going to meet my lover but actually krishna and the gopis are like that type of relationship so therefore he is most beautiful in that company his mother yashoda also is beautiful now we are hearing about that pastime but that is a different kind of beauty balya balilila there's a different kind of beauty there's vatsalya bhav but madhur bhav is another kind that is a youthful when krishna is already hit the youth that is like even in the metal work when the girls and boys uh, attain puberty their beauty comes is look different from a childhood beauty it was also very beautiful for the mother but when they grow up there you know so many all their senses will mature and they look exceptionally beautiful and that's when a girl when she before attains puberty proper explains they are already married so the girl's mind is fixed on this boy otherwise when they grow up like you no know, modern civilization uh, they cannot avoid experimenting with their own senses it's almost impossible under the influence of kali now in the remainder of this line beginning with yashoda as well as in the whole next verse she satyavarta muni affirms the unparalleled excellence of his worshipable lord by describing is extraordinary pastimes due to its surrounding context yashodaya means from his mother sri yashoda the meaning of bhya is that sri krishna feared being punished for breaking the earthen pot of butter as well as raiding its content and making other types of mischief a pot of butter had been hung from the ceiling high above the ground for protection but krishna had climbed upon an overturned grinding mortar and was stealing from it stealing butter from it the meaning of ulukalat is when he saw his mother coming with a stick in her hand he immediately leapt from the grinding mortar and dhavamanam ran away very quickly the ninth chapter of shrimad bhagavatam 10th canto uh, contains a detailed narration of this pastime it is recommended that one reflect upon it ulukalang ulukalang grer upari vyavasthitam markaya khamam dadatam shichi sthitam 
हयंगरम गोपी धावन नयम आप
particular thing and all on the also on the verses of today. Please kindly ask. Everybody is there? Yes, Prabhuji. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to hear voice is always interesting because <laughs> like sometimes they're talking into oblivion. <laughs> so now Damodar uh, uh, month is going to come from Sunday onwards. So I already started reading because uh, my interval is not every day, but uh, some days in a month. So I thought, uh, let me share this wonderful purpose which uh, many people don't know about this. So I had the good fortune of getting this book and I read every every uh, Kartik time. I had a uh, religious duty to read it every day loud and in front of the deity I sit down and read so that we can relish this wonderful pastime. Any comments, any questions? Thank you, Prabhuji. Uh, please accept my humble obeisances and all relationship to Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Thank you for sharing uh, so wonderful Nectarpray morning. Uh, it charged us uh, for the Kartik month. So thank you for uh, choosing the Amoraktakam explanation. And also, uh, like it was very nice to hear about the uh, Sarvadeva Maheshwara you said uh, about like Krishna is everywhere. God is everywhere. So one has mm. to have that uh, uh, understanding or consciousness to see God everywhere. And the example of uh, uh, Surdas Prabhu you gave, it was really uh, yeah. wonderful. Thank you so much, Prabhu. And uh, yeah. yeah. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Yes, you know, we have to see Krishna. Actually, he is in everyone's heart, but we don't know unless we have heard from a pure devotee. Because he has started, the, he lighted that. Divya Gyan Hridaya Prakashita. We sing this song, Sri Guru Charanapadma. By the mercy of Sri Guru, this knowledge from within is ignites our relationship with Krishna in the form of Paramatma, the form of Sri Guru and in the form of the Supreme Lord Himself. It's all revealed by their mercy. Any other comments or questions? Uh, Prabhuji, uh, sorry to interrupt again. Uh, no problem. Actually, uh, Sarva Deva Maheshwara, you explained, uh, you told about that, but would you please, not very long, but shortly explain you know, how, uh, like, what does that exactly mean? Okay. Now, the exact word Sarvadeva Maheshwara, it doesn't come in this verse, but uh, what, uh, to whom am I offering? Ishwara, to Ishwara. Now, in the in the actual verse, it is Namami Ishwaram, Namami Ishwaram. That, that, that is the speciality of this verse. And that... Uh, Satyavata Muni, uh, Sanatana Goswami is giving a detailed explanation because the point is Ishwara is manifest as beautiful form of concentrated, pure, eternal existence, full knowledge and unlimited bliss. Sachidananda Rupam. The sage has 
explain the unrivaled supremacy of Sri Krishna, the object of his prayers, by narrating the special profound fundamental truths underlying his identity. Now in the Bhagavad Gita also Krishna says, Sarvasri Chaham Vishto, that is of course that is another word, but Sarva Lokameshwar, Surda Sarvodhi Dehinam. Before that, uh, what is the word? What is that verse? Gyatma Maam Shanti Vrachati. One attains perfect peace if one attains only, uh, learns only three principles. That Krishna is the dearmost friend of all living entities. He is the Lord of the whole universe and He is the enjoyer of uh, all the results of all the sacrifices. Like whatever we do every day in our home, we are doing job, this. This should be all like a yajna. It should not be a job just to maintain your body and pay the rent. Why are you paying the rent? Because in your house, Krishna is being worshipped. So the place has to be taken care of. All the expenses have to be taken care of by the law, by the devotee, as a yajna for satisfying Krishna. So you have to see everything as a yajna, not as a day-to-day job in the material world. Because this is all the terms who I had to make the money to put the food on the table. This is a common expression the Americans, they use that. Food on the table doesn't come because of your hard work. It is by the Lord's grace we get the prasad. So, this, uh, um, to understand Krishna's within and without, this uh, special uh, feature, it is Krishna is the one who has this type of vision. He is never lost to Krishna, nor Krishna is ever lost to him. You see? Because without Krishna's presence anywhere, even within our body, within the, each cell, and within all the atoms, the art, the, uh, no, the potency of that substance is lost. Like we are mining iron ore. Now the potency of the iron ore is there because of Paramatma's presence. And it is taken out and it is uh, melted and filtered and so many things. And then you make something wonderful. But this, as soon as you make something wonderful, or it will stay for some time. But gradually, due to the influence of time, that wonderful nature starts slowly getting rusty and then becomes slowly falls apart. You have to always take care of it by painting this and that, so many things, primer and paint. Otherwise, it will fall apart. So that is the nature of material world. So Krishna may stay in a certain place, in a certain substance, and the substance will be very valuable. But after some time, Krishna will leave, and the substance falls apart. It will have no value. Like you built a house, the house has value as long as Krishna is worshipped. But if Krishna leaves, after some time, the house itself will be neglected by the residents. And you can see sometimes, I've been to, in India when we are traveling, some homes are so much daridram, you know, wretchedness. Oh my goodness, how they are living like this. Because mode of ignorance has increased in their house. But if they would have seen the house as a Lord's abode and take care of that place, clean it, to do it everything nicely so that Krishna stays there forever. And by doing Sankirtan, wherever Sankirtan is being done, that place is always pure. All uh, faults of Kali Yuga will be overcome simply by uh, performing uh, Sankirtan there. So therefore, we have to 
see Krishna within and without. Otherwise, there is a tendency to see everything separated from Krishna. And then the problem starts coming. Am I able, am I able to tell you something about that? To see Krishna within and without? Thank you, Prabhupada. Jai. Any other Jai. question? Vanamalini, Manjari, Mataji, or Shamrasika. Hare Krishna Prabhu, then with some um, no, no Prabhu, I'm just listening and it is very enlightening to listen from you. I don't have any questions. If um, any other devotee or uh, have any questions. Yeah, Nitya Gopal Das, you are there? Yes, Prabhuji, Hare Krishna, Dandat for now. Any questions, no. comments? Uh, no, Prabhuji, wonderful, wonderful class. I was wondering which was the book, Prabhuji, you read loudly in front of DT? You read in, that is in this there. book, Dhamodar Ashtakam uh, by Satyavata Muni, written by Krishna Dwaipayan of Vyas. I, oh, I see, Dhamodar Ashtakam. It is about... Uh, how big is this book? This is about hundred and about two hundred pages altogether, and it, the commentary is by Sanatan Goswami, and also by uh, uh, by Bhakti Pragyan Keshav Goswami Maharaj. It's like that, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, these are all nice. And the appendix is of Damodar Pandan Leela by from Gopal Champu by Shri Jeeva Goswami Path at the end, because. Uh, Jayan uh, Vijay, uh, not Jayan Vijay, what is Nalakwara and Manikriva, after they got the spiritual bodies, their only service in the spiritual world is, uh, is reciting the pastimes of the Lord. Every day, they are living in the present and they stay in uh, uh, Nanda Baba's house and they constantly recite childhood pastimes of the And their name is, uh, let me find out their name. La, 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 la. The name is ah, Snigdar Kanta and Madhu Kanta. Every morning before Sri Krishna takes the cows out, out to graze, an assembly of Rajabhas is gathered together at Sri Nanda Baba's palace. For the pleasure of Sri Nanda Baba and his four brothers, as well as for Sri Krishna and Sri Balaram and other Rajabhasis, Snigdar Kanta and Madhu Kanta narrate Krishna's pastime. What this twin Pradesh narrated one day is about to be described. This whole thing. That is their service. Because they have personally seen that pastime when they were in the form of the tree. So this is called living in the presence. Every day they just recite this pastime. If we do that every day we will we want to change. Because our bodies are not spiritual, neither our senses are spiritual, nor we have developed love for the Lord yet. Therefore, we have to we have so many varieties of books to uh, read from and all this thing. But this two devotees, Madhu Kanta and Sridhar Kanta, they recite every day the same pastime. But this same pastime is full of juice. Full of juice. You know. In the material world, if you take bananas now, it may be tasty, but tomorrow again you have to taste it, to know the taste. We will forget the taste also. But in the spiritual world, this efficiency is not there. Every day, Krishna's pastimes are being witnessed 
and they are always living in the present there is no past there is no future and they are always living in the past present just like even chanting hari krishna right now we are chanting maybe 16 rounds or you know it's like after chanting we may get tired of this and that but if you have shuddha naam like prabhupad had he could not stop chanting always chanting remembering krishna we have not come to that platform so we don't know what it means we only hear about it we hear about it. but this hearing also is purifying to hear that it gives a hope that one day i hope i my eagerness will be developed to such a degree that i also will follow the footsteps of the brahmasis uh, our spiritual master and uh, attain this platform of eternality very nice is it okay yes bro yeah wonderful wonderful i will try to get if a electronic copy of that book it will be good yes, uh, yes. you can you to... can go uh, i'll tell you the uh, gaudiya vaishnava publication purebhakti.com if you go there uh, oh some purebhakti.com oh i see wonderful Pure thank you so much for mentioning yeah yeah, yeah. they have the wonderful books uh, on gaudiya jaya fantastic yeah. books fantastic any other question rukmini mata ji or rupini padma hari krishna prabhu ji madan pranam to you shila prapat ki jai guru maharaj ki jai thank you so much for uh, getting us into the mood so of damodar astakam now we have other preparations to do too like make the diya take out the picture of lord damodar and you know a uh, generally get yeah. prepared we all we already have one program on the 10th uh, monday one mataji uh. starting a uh, damodar astakam puja at her home and then uh. Uh, this uh, alachua temple and even our orlando temple alachua uh. the temple the lord of shila propas disciples they are starting yeah. on sunday so sunday evening uh, they have the sunday love feast and we start that so we look forward for this weekend uh, yeah. yeah so thank you so much uh, Prabhu ji, one question was coming to me from Bhagatam. Ah. So you mentioned that uh, was it uh, something about uh, 15.15 reference, and then it says that uh, Krishna brings this uh, bring uh, remembrance, forgetfulness. Uh, yeah. 